And welcome to the Scoop Podcast. I'm editor of the Scoop, Margie Eckelkamp, joined today for a conversation with Drew Gerritsen. He is the Senior Director of Digital Experience at Siri Solutions. Drew, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks, Margie. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, Drew, if you could just tell us a little bit about your role at your cooperative. Yeah, Siri Solutions is a large regional ag cooperative based in uh, west central Indiana. We cover uh, 500 miles from southern Indiana to northern Michigan and mainly um, focused on serving the needs of our farmers, both on the crop input side and then also the energy business. My role specifically is to lead our technology strategy. Uh, so we're our long term, where are we going, what are we doing as it relates to our B2B experiences, our B2C experience and then also our longer term ag tech strategy. Recently, I've also picked up things like stewardship and conservation. How are we going to um, integrate conservation practices into our recommendations, along with making sure that we are sharing our story through marketing and communications in an effective way. Now, how long have you been in this role? And perhaps could you also share some of the milestones that you're really proud the team has achieved in executing on that digital strategy? Yeah, well, thanks, thanks for asking that. I, I have actually been in this role about a year and a half. I spent 10 years at Land Lakes prior to being here, really around the, you know, helping our retail partners adopt technology at the, at the local level. Um, here, you know, I was asked to kind of develop a longer term strategic uh, timeline and roadmap. And that was really uncovering what it was that our customers and our internal team needed. So what were some of the key priorities that they had? Things like driving operational and business efficiencies, things like delivering against a valuable digitized customer experience, and then looking at our um, ag technology service offering and making sure that it's relevant to the customer tomorrow. So things we're proud of, developing out a roadmap and a kind of a game plan on how we're gonna do it. looking at potential partnerships with um, uh, vendors that can deliver the experience. That's something that we've settled on. And so we're working hard now to kind of onboard onto the technology solutions that ultimately will create an experience with Series Solutions that allows it to be easier to do business with Series in the future. And the customers will feel a more personalized um, experience as they as they work with Series. Yeah. So Drew, you talk about the digital opportunities on all facets of your business, right? Like y'all's back end, farmer facing solutions, you know, flashback to an interview we had about fleet tracking. If you could share with our podcast audience a little bit about your pilot program with fleet tracking and what it means for your business today. Yeah, we, and and that's a really good example of some of the outcomes that came from the discovery work with our internal team asking them a lot of questions around where the, you know, what are some of the big roadblocks that they have as it relates to the business, the day-to-day and operational efficiencies and business efficiencies came to the top easily. And so we started looking at solutions. And when I came to Sirius, they were already piloting a project with Solentech that allowed them to, you know, look at and monitor, um, deploy um, different um, application um, machinery and trucks. And so we looked at expanding that pilot to a, to a larger audience um, so we, I would, we, we basically went from two or three locations to about 10 locations in 21. We were very successful with that pilot project um, with them. And so we've then again doubled again. So here we are about 16 to 20 locations that are leveraging and utilizing that technology 
it's more integrated into our workflow today. And we are now able to monitor close over 100 machines productivity. Um, and we believe that will help us when we can measure things with technology like that, then we can understand how we can, you know, control them and make them easier and make them better for our employees and make it better for our customers as well. So series solutions, you guys have over 70 locations from your perspective, how can you share that leadership role in helping with this digital strategy while also getting buy-in at the field level of the folks who are going to be taking these technologies to the field, like you're sharing, streamlining all of their workflows across those 70 plus locations. How are you guys really working to achieve that? Because that's a heavy lift. It is. It it is. And I appreciate you asking that question. I think strategy becomes a really important part of helping our people understand why we're doing the things we're doing. And I think we often jump right to what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. And I think we've focused a lot on why. So we spend a lot of time in strategy. We help them understand like the metrics behind why we believe what we're doing is important. And then we support it regionally and structurally in a way that the people in the field feel like they have somebody they can call or they have somebody they can lean into when they need help and support. So I think you got to, you got, you have to focus on why, and then you get to follow it up with the support. And I'd say that's the reason that particular, um, you know, experience has been successful. I think we can replicate that model for future, you know, digital experiences that we deliver both to our customers and to our internal team. Yeah. So using the fleet tracking example as really a case study for success, what other technology tools are you really eyeing as enablers or transformative as you're executing on this roadmap? Yeah. One of the things that's really important for us to look at um, moving forward is our customer's experience with series solutions. And so we're spending a lot of time right now working on how do we connect our accounting system and the data that's relevant to one particular customer's transactions, and, and, and then how do we interface that with a customer in an easy to consume, easy to you know, leverage um, technology. So we're working on developing a series solutions customer portal um, that will help us you know, have that individualized and personalized experience that's able to be delivered to our customers that is also supported by our team here locally. Uh, so I'd say that is a that that is a major focus. The other thing that we're looking at is what are innovative technologies that help us solve for some of the operational concerns that we have and testing them and kind of creating a funnel or a filter before they get to the field. So you'll in the near future you'll see the rollout of the Siri Solutions IoT Innovation Hub, where we're taking a um, one of our technology centers that's um, adjacent to a large field where we do a lot of trial work. And we're impl- we are um, using a LoRaWAN uh, gateway network to basically uh, light up that entire plot with the access to the internet. And what that will allow us to do is take technologies that are coming new to the market and be able to test them before we take them to the field. So we've got three to five technologies that we're going to be testing in 2022. We're really excited about how they may actually help us be more operationally efficient. 
Okay, Drew. So you were referencing earlier, really being able to communicate the why before you get to the what and the how. And dare I say, this really applies to this new role you've taken on in regards to sustainability and conservation, right? And explaining the why. So tell us what you guys are working on there from a technology standpoint to help elevate opportunities around conservation and sustainability efforts. Yeah, at Serious Solutions, we one of our missions is, is that we are we always do the right thing. And I, and I believe that that is kind of, we always center our decisions back to what's the right thing to do for the farmer, what's the right thing to do for our employees. And we believe that conservation and stewardship and sustainability, however you want to define it, and doing the right thing for the environment is ultimately what centers us back to this. Um, so we're, what I would say that we are being a market leader in bringing innovative solutions that help farmers measure the outcomes in the, um, of their conservation practices. They get access to markets that they may not otherwise have access to if we, if we weren't um, leveraging these different um, partnerships and technologies. And all at the same time being focused on profitability at the farm gate with the implementation of these practices. None of these practices are going to have a long-term sustainable opportunity in the market if they aren't profitable for the farmer. So we're trying to help them understand what profitability looks like. We're leveraging our relationship with Land O'Lakes Truterra um, to help them uh, understand when they make an application of a conservation practice on their farm, what is the actual output of that? How can we measure the impact of that particular output? So their um, Tratera Insights Engine helps us have that conversation with the farmer. And then that also allows us to connect to future, future market opportunities, whether they be carbon offset opportunities or opportunities that we may not know of today. So we, I would say that in summary, we are focused on enabling our trusted advisors with farmers with, to help farmers that are very interested in conservation practices on the farm measure that and be productive with those conservation practices. Yeah. Now I, I am talking so much with folks about setting those building blocks for these new, what you're alluding to the market opportunities, right? So that we can springboard farmers into them. You know, we've learned a lot, particularly in the last sure. two to three years. So Drew, I have to ask what's, what's your favorite part of your job? <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, the, I, I always tell um, the people that I work with that I'm having a lot of fun. And I, what I mean by that is that I believe that we're solving real problems that, are, that we can truly help make a difference at the farm gate with our customers. Um, I would say my favorite part about my, my, my job is the challenge that comes with looking at different technologies and how we would implement them into the, in, 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 you know, implement them into the field, you know, in a real practical way. That, you know, there's a lot of technologies on the market and we can't do them all. How do we look at them, understand how they fit and effectively test and implement them? It's definitely a challenge and it's exciting. No, that's awesome. So the catalyst for our conversation and having you come on the podcast is you were recently named to R40 Under 40, sponsored by New Farm, where we're recognizing younger leaders in ag retail. So what would you share 
with someone who might be just getting started in a career in ag retail? Good. Well, that's a, that's a that's a great question. I think the biggest thing that I would say is just be curious. You know, always ask a lot of questions around things and why ask that why question that we talked about earlier. Like, um, I'd say that's um, the biggest thing that I could recommend to young people that are coming into this is just be very curious. Ask a lot of questions. Help understand. Be as kind of a student of the game. Um, I came at, I come at this thing just being very passionate about it. Um, some people come about it being very technically minded. Um, just be curious. No, that's excellent advice. Oh, I love that. Be a student of the game. Okay, Drew, we're gonna round. We're gonna finish up here with three questions that I like to ask every guest who comes on the podcast. Okay, so what do you wish you knew six months ago? I mean, my my mind goes to how like what the, I'm going to call it the world dynamics that are being played out right now, kind of like on a kind of a bigger scale. And if we would have a little more foresight into what's playing out, how could we in agriculture specifically help address some of the voids and, and challenges that exist because of some of those dynamics and specifically, um, you know, you know, the, the, the folks in Russia and Ukraine are are being challenged in a big way. Right. And I think if we could have had a, some more forethought into that, specifically in ag, how could we have went into the 2022 planting season with some, you know, ways to um, address some of those concerns? I know that seems, uh, that seems really big picture, uh, but... I would say that that would be something that it, it affect, affects us all, I guess yeah. is the best way of saying it. Yeah, absolutely. So Drew, what keeps you up at night? <laughs> well, let's play, let's play on that um, a little bit, actually. I think from a technical and digital perspective, it isn't really fun to talk about, but one thing that we have to be concerned about in agriculture is security. And I think the one thing that really, I mean, we can get all excited about um, creating connectivity and digitizing the experience, but it all has to come through a very secure experience for our customers. So the things that keep me awake at night are making sure that when we make these connections and we deliver against these experience for our customers, like the table stakes is they have to be secure. And I think, and you know, what, you know, those questions tie together for me in my head, because I want to make sure that, the products that we're delivering to our customers, that they are safe and secure. And, you know, with the turmoil that's in the world, there is some concern. And I think, I mean, it's public that, you know, that farmers and ag retailers need to be on, on their security game. Um, yeah. So we have a lot of interactions with our IT and technical team um, to make sure that we are, um, you know, making all the right um, decisions and, and moves that we the best that is the best that we can to make sure that we're protecting um, our customers' data. Yeah, well, it's a topic that's really come to the forefront. I think specifically in the last twelve months, and then just in April, the FBI put out the alert saying, yep. "Hey, you're actually more vulnerable during your busiest seasons because these threat actors." know you might be more willing to pay any kind of ransom that they can try to leverage. And that's 
a wake up call, like you said. Okay, Drew, what do you think we'll be talking about 12 months from now? Or even what are you willing to say that you will have achieved by this time next year? You just well, answer I, that question in the trident of ways that I asked you. <laughs> well, I, I, I like the, I like the question of what's farming going to be like in 2040, because it's more like predicting the weather because you can't, you can't be wrong. 12 months from now, I feel like maybe has a little more, um, you know, Sorry, opportunity I, to be accurate. <laughs> I, well, I, uh, I asked one of the questions okay. with the most teeth at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I would say that we're just, I, I, I'm going to say that we're in this transition period where we're moving from, I'm going to call it digital adoption. These are the things that we've been working on for a long time that we are still trying to get implemented with our, with our farmers and with our internal team. You need to use technology and we're still, we're trying to make it easier for them. Like we're, we are in the phase still of digital adoption. I don't know if it's in 12 months, but I believe it's in 24 or 36 months. We're going to be talking about um, automation, and I'm going to call it almost judgment. I think that our customers and our future employees are actually going to be judging us on our digital portfolio and our technology to determine not if they want to come work for us or if they want to do business with us. What, what technologies do you have that enable me to be the best that I can be as an employee of Series or what technologies do you offer to make it super easy to do business with you? So we're transitioning from do the digital to, ah, you have it. I'm going to judge you on how good your digital is. So I think in the next 12 to 36 months, I think we're going to see that transition through. Oh, that's excellent. Well, Drew, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. To all of our listeners, thank you for joining us. We wish you a safe and productive spring season. If you want to connect with us on Twitter, you can find us at Farmers Advisor. For now, I'm editor of The Scoop, Margie Ecclecamp.